Do you struggle with identity or being able to understand fully who you are or maybe with just believing in yourself or knowing what your unique gifts and talents are? Last week we talked about how our fathers have a specific role in helping us understand who we are, our gifts and our talents. They encourage us and motivate us to try new things. And when we don't have that type of relationship with our fathers, or maybe we do have those relationships, but we had moments where we didn't get certain needs met, it can really affect how we view ourselves and we dove into all of that last week so if you're new make sure you check that out first this week i have a message for you but first we're going to process this a little bit more so let's go can you imagine a life full of peace instead of anxiety or a life where you can feel freedom and joy instead of fear of always being hurt a life where you can actually experience healthy relationships instead of always feeling alone it's time that you do. It's time that you break free from the lies you've always believed and lean into who you were designed to be. It's time that you start truly walking into your healing journey so that you are finally able to experience what it's like to feel peace in your pieces. If you were here for the last section of this where we talked about mother's roles then you probably listened to the one where we processed it as well processing this is going to be very similar it's about asking yourself questions and if you were here in the beginning which hopefully you were then you know asking questions is such an important part of helping you understand have awareness but also heal from those situations but before you can truly heal, you have to allow yourself to get to a place to where you want to heal and where you're willing to see why things happened and not just so focused on the aftermath and how it affected you and the fact that it did happen. Those things are so important. Those things are a part of your story. And there probably are some things that people owe you, right? Like there's things that you didn't get to experience because of what you experienced or there's certain um, certain weights that got put on you because of that and you know there's a lot of things that we can get stuck in I call it this revolving door where we're just constantly spinning in circles because all we can set our sights on is the situation and that it happened and how it affected us but one area that we tend to not want to go into because it requires grace um, and sometimes requires empathy and that is understanding why. Where was that person at? And, and that's a hard place to al allow ourselves to go. So at, to be able to walk into healing, you have to really be able to allow yourself to get into a position of grace not necessarily forgiveness yet that's not what we're talking about and we're also not necessarily talking we're, well we're never talking about righting people's wrongs okay but what we're doing is getting into a position of grace and we're we're opening up our 
um, our sight, what we're looking at, what we're focusing on, we're opening that and broadening that up to see other aspects of the story and of the situation. If you've been around for a while, then this is probably going to come a little bit more naturally for you. Um, and while I hope that that is the only group of people, right? I, I hope that you have watched from the beginning. If you haven't, this could be a little bit more damaging for you. So I do not recommend moving forward unless you have been through the beginning processes and understanding of what we're doing here. Um, if you still choose to ignore that and you still choose to listen, I definitely, definitely recommend that you have um, enough awareness of yourself and what relapsing looks like for you, um, what your coping mechanisms look like, and be able to recognize that you're going into a territory that is gonna cause you to potentially spiral into old habits and old thought processes and all of those unwanted things and feelings that we don't want to experience, right? So I strongly suggest that you have somewhere you can go and let them know, okay, I am going to be walking into this and this is what it looks like when I start to spiral and this is how, you know, set up a game plan. And this is true even if you have been around for a while. At any point in your healing, you have to have a game plan and accountability set up for if you start to spiral because you do not want to do that alone. That is the uh, playground for the enemy to come in and just completely just warp your thoughts and um, we just, we don't want to go there. So just like with moms, one thing we want to do here is we want to make sure we have a pen and a paper, okay? Um, I really recommend you also get into a space where you can pray and you can be with Jesus during this. Um, but what you want to do is you want to get into a safe space. You want to have pen and paper. And if you're not in a position to where you can actually like start and stop. There's going to be a lot of pausing in this video so that way you can write things down and you can process, process things as we go. Also, just so you know, um, this is going to be airing or being released on a Monday, right? So if you're listening to this any other day of the week, then just know every Monday night moving forward at 8.30, I'm going to create a um, like a safe space for, for you to go if that's something that you're um, needing or wanting and so we are going to be jumping on there and so if you you know feel like that is an avenue for you to go and maybe you um you hear these questions that we're about to ask and you feel like you need to process something deeper feel free to jump on if there's others and you want to be anonymous with it you don't have to show you can create an anonymous account you cannot show your face you cannot talk you can just use the chat feature whatever it is that you need to do but um, that is going to be available moving forward Monday nights at 8:30. okay here we go so the first thing that I want you to do um, is really write down kind of what was your take on male figures in your life what have you think back to your rela relationship with men early on you know not even just your father but in general like how what has your mindset or your thoughts been about men and not even just your mindset but what have your actions look like do you um, feel like you have to have those relationships in your life do you feel like you're constantly seeking it out or maybe you're avoiding it maybe you're choosing 
the wrong types of guys or maybe you're allowing yourself to become very dependent on men or maybe you're the opposite and you're very much like I'm in control I'm the boss right like just in general or maybe it's been healthy for you and um, maybe you haven't had any issues but you want to make sure that you're answering this very very honestly or else it's not going to help you at all so I would definitely start with your father your um, actual father um, but then also go into you know maybe your biological father isn't someone you had a relationship with regardless even if you've never met him that's still going to affect you and so um, you know, if you had somebody that stepped in and took over that position, you know, what was that relationship like? And just kind of like really write out all of those things and pause here if you need to. If you didn't go in depth in the last question about your, your relationship with your father, I think it's good to do that now as well. Um, really think about how he shaped your identity. And, um, you know, if your biological father wasn't in the picture and there was somebody else that stepped in and did like maybe refer to him for this, you know, um, but if your if your biological father was not in the picture, did that affect you at all? Did you have thoughts? Is there, are there questions that you still have? Are there, are there insecurities that you have because he wasn't in the picture? You know, allow yourself to be honest and really talk about your biological father here, but also if somebody stepped in and took over that father role, um, you know, and really share about how that influenced your identity and your ability to feel confident in who you are as a person. If you hadn't paused yet, pause now, but I'm going to continue. Um, the next question is going to be about you and your identity. Think about who you are. Like I want you, if you were writing a bio about yourself, maybe not necessarily for a job, but just like as a person in general, what are your characteristics? What are your strengths? What are the things you're good at? Um, and if you have negative things that pop up, um, you can write those things down, but I don't want you writing them down in a way of that they're factual, right? because they're probably not. I'm 99% sure that they're not. Um, and the 1% that I'm allowing to be there is for maybe you're just, you wrote down I'm bad at soccer and maybe you are bad at soccer, right? So um, there's those type of scenarios. But when it comes to characteristic traits, no. Like there are things that maybe are not your strengths, but that doesn't make them a flaw, right? And so I don't want you owning that, but if you have things that you want to write down that feel negative, we'll get to that part of processing. So it could be helpful for you to write those things down and pause here for the next question. Now what I want you to do is I want you to think about if you um, could write a story about or like a movie or something, um, a storyline of your life and what it would be if you could do anything, right? If you could be anybody, do anything without fear, without hesitation, what would that life look like? And this is going to take a second, so make sure you're pausing this. 
Um, but you know, really think about this and really let yourself, because obviously like I'm not going to be asking you to go do any of this stuff, right? So allow yourself to be free with this and write down what your life would look like without fear or hesitation. The last thing I want you to write about, and if you were around for the mom one, then you know this is going to feel familiar, but I want you to now think about your your dad, okay? Um, and think about what are his strengths and what are the things that are his wounds? What insecurities does he have? What does his identity look like? Is he confident, right? Um, can you tell, does he make decisions based off of fear, right? Now, fear in men is not going to look like fear in women. And honestly, a lot of times fear in general doesn't always look like fear. Typically, a lot, most times fear looks like anger. Fear looks like um, going numb. Fear looks like running away. Fear looks like being busy, like constantly busy. Um, it looks like humor sometimes. We have to, we have to be able to, this is why it's important that you have started from the beginning so you can recognize these things and be able to step back and be like, okay, I see now how that made me feel this way, but you know, I felt like they were mad at me, but in reality, they were fearful of blah, 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 right? Um, that's kind of what I want us to do with this information, right? So try and recognize some scenarios that you could recognize what it was, like areas he was afraid in, afraid of, or even just areas that he wasn't good at expressing himself in. You know, how was his communication? How did he show love? Not just to you, but in general, you know, did he love himself? You know, was he confident in himself? I just, I kind of want to take that, that question of what are your strengths and all of those things that we asked and kind of write the same story, but from his perspective about him. That last question may have been tricky. Um, there's a couple different reasons why. So one, it could have been tricky because uh, you have your father on a pedestal and when I asked you those questions, you realize like, oh, <laughs> I have to write things down that feel negative and that feels uncomfortable. Or you're somebody who that was hard for you because you see, you know, a lot of negative traits in your dad and it reminded you of a lot of things that you don't want to think about and maybe you shut down. Maybe you didn't want to write it. I encourage you to go back and write it. <laughs> Pause it right now and go back and write it because you have to allow yourself to be open to these hard questions and these hard memories and these hard emotions in order to walk into healing. So if we were in person, what I would do here is I would be assessing these questions one at a time and, you know, going back and saying like, okay, you know, let's start at the question of your, who are you? What is your identity? What are your gifts? What are your talents? What are you good at? Right? 
And obviously, like, if you are somebody who struggled with that, with finding anything positive about yourself, then I highly suggest you stick around for the end of this video. Um, and if you're somebody that was able to write down things about yourself um, and then just had a few insecurities, you know, that's, that's a good place to start as well. Um, I could sit here all day long and tell you, you're not those things, you're this, you're that, but for you to believe that, you have to experience that. But for you to experience that, you have to allow yourself to be in situations to experience that. So what I want you to do is I want you to kind of compare and contrast your father's identity, how your father communicated, how your father encouraged, how your father loved, how your father worked, you know, his traits. And I want you to compare them to yours. And I want you to look at this from a perspective of, okay, I can see how these things relate. You see what I'm saying? I can see how being around that or experiencing that caused me to feel insecure in these areas. You may have had the most hands-on dad that just loved the crap out of you. But if he didn't communicate with you, you had needs that didn't get met. If he was not a hugger and you needed a hug, that's a need that didn't get met. If you, if he's somebody who wanted to do things with you, but on his terms and didn't want to do things with you on your terms, even if it was kind of flipped in a very loving way, that's going to affect you. Okay. So what I want you to do here is not relive these moments. And I want you to be able to recognize and have the awareness of like, oh, I understand why I do that now. But if you're somebody who dealt with trauma and you're somebody who was very neglected by your father, if you're somebody who your father left you, right? If or whatever it may be, like these things are so traumatic. I also want you to focus and no matter even if you fit in that category or not, what maybe you fit more in the first category we talked about. What I want you to really do is think about the answers you gave for him and who he was and kind of see, connect those dots, right? Connect those dots with you, but because you're able to connect those dots and see how things affected you, now I want you to try and connect his dots. Why do you think he did that? Again, we're not excusing it. And if you dealt with trauma, you're, you're not going to want to do this part. This part is going to be very hard because, again, you're not in a space of grace. Get to a space of grace. Even if you have to pause this and pray. Even if you have to pause this and cry. Whatever you need to do. Maybe you need to pause this and yell or whatever, okay? Come back and get to a space of grace. Now that we're in our space of grace, I want you to really allow yourself to connect those dots and really say, okay, I understand I'm not excusing his actions, but I recognize how was his relationship with his dad? You know, what did that look like? At some point, everybody is either going to continue to carry the same burdens 
carry the same insecurities, carry the same um, strongholds, but eventually somebody's going to break it. Eventually somebody is going to recognize that they're not going to be bound by their wounds any longer. That the enemy is not going to be able to continue to lie any longer. That, it, that I am going to heal from this and this is going to stop here, right? But the only way you can do that is by getting to a space of grace, being able to heal and process, okay? So really allow yourself to recognize that anything, any need that didn't get met by your father, it had nothing to do with you. Now, this may be something that you're able to recognize in your brain, but it probably won't be. This is probably something that you're going to have to carry on. This is a seed that's being planted right now in your brain. And it's up to you if you're going to water it or not. It's up to you to decide what you're going to do with this information. And you're going to carry on and you're going to allow yourself to either experience the same thing you've always experienced, live the same life with the same thoughts that you always have, or you're going to choose to take this and you're going to choose to walk into it and experience something other than what you've always experienced. You're going to be able to recognize, okay, I have not been confident in myself. When I look at myself in the mirror, I only see negative thoughts. I only say negative things. So what you're going to do is you're going to go get some post-it notes. You're going to stick them on your mirror and you're going to read to yourself every single day something positive about you as a person. You're going to make a truth board. It's just like a vision board, but it's truth. You're going to write down every negative thought, every negative belief, every negative whatever it is being thrown your way. Um, shame, guilt, whatever it is you're feeling. And you're going, whether you believe it or not, you're going to write the opposite down on a post-it note. And you're going to stick it on that mirror. And you're going to read it to yourself while you're looking at yourself every single day. Okay? You're going to challenge yourself to no longer believe it. When you feel, you're going to write down everything that the enemy or your limbic system, or this world, or your father has ever thrown at you, you're going to write those things down, and you're going to tell yourself the opposite. You're going to, every time you go to think that thought, you're going to say, red flag, red flag, red flag. It is going to be your indication that you are in an insecure place. You're allowing your mindset to be a playground for the enemy, and you're repeating the past, those strongholds, those things that, that were put on your mom or your dad and then projected onto you and they, now you've been carrying, maybe they look different, but they're coming from the same place, from the same type of wounds. You're going to take those and you're going to say enough is enough or you're not, or you're going to continue to carry them. Your thoughts and what you choose to listen to and what you choose to believe, it's always a choice. It's not a choice what you hear. Your thoughts sometimes are not your choice either. They just creep up on you. Sometimes they're weird and bizarre, but you have the choice to say no, or you have the choice to say yes. You're either going to agree with your thoughts or you're gonna disagree with your thoughts. And so it's so important that you make this decision right now, what you're going to do moving forward and own it and recognize that if you choose to repeat the patterns of the past, that's your choice. That's your decision. And you're going to continue to get the same results. 
processing this virtually is a little difficult, right? Because in a setting where we were in person, I would be able to hear you and see you and and be able to ask you specific questions. And so I encourage you to come to those Zooms if that's something you need, but or just reach out in general. But because we are virtual, what we what we need to do here is more we're processing in our minds by hearing these questions and answering these questions, connecting the dots, having the new awareness, having those aha moments. But instead of processing deeper, right? Don't let yourself go any deeper unless you have somebody to help you go deeper. What I want you to do more is look at this as tools as you go into your healing journey, okay? And so I feel and I hope that these tools are making you feel stronger or more in control of your thoughts. Control is something, we've talked about this before, that we love to have. But the only healthy place to have it is in your mind by what you're letting through that filtration system and what you're agreeing with and what you're not agreeing with, okay? And something that we talked about before as well is that it can be hard I think we talked about this just last week it can be hard to put yourself in situations to trust if you don't know actually know how to trust or put yourself in situations to have faith or to have grace or have empathy if we've never been shown those things so as we move forward that is where I want to take you I want to take you into this space of really truly understanding what those things mean. We've already touched on some of them, honestly, but I have, I, I'm feeling nudged to kind of go that direction with you. So what we're doing, instead of processing these wounds really deeply, that's something that we need to do in those safe space Zooms. That's something we need to do where we can be together or maybe that you do with a pastor or a counselor or something. But what I want to do moving forward is I want you to take this awareness and I want to hold your hand virtually as you walk into these experiences knowing that you're breaking cycles, that you're breaking the past, right? And those strongholds. And so we're gonna get into that. But before we do that, and before we end this video, what I really want to do is I want to help you see more of who you are and your identity if that is an area that you do struggle with and that you do lack confidence in because of things that you you know happened with your father or you didn't get from your father who you are is a daughter who you are is a child of God who you are is loved who you are is worth dying for who you are is cherished guys this is all biblical and I know that there's a lot of times when you're walking in wounds right and you're walking coping mechanisms it's so easy we've talked about church hurt several times but regardless of what people in this world do I know a lot of people struggle when it comes to church and reading the Bible, right? Because they say, well, the Bible was written by man. 
the Bible was written by people who were being led by God. And that is something that sounds so cliche until you've experienced it. And I can tell you, I know what it feels like to be nudged. I know what it feels like to hear from God. I know what it feels like to be in his presence. I know what that feels like and can confirm that when you're reading the Bible, what I have experienced from God and what I have read in the Bible about God, they don't contradict themselves. They are the same. It is the same. And you can read boundaries you can and see them as rules and see it as religion and all the things that you want but we've talked about this before and I'm not going to go into it but that is that is those are boundaries it's the same thing that you set as a parent with your own kids it's a way to keep you safe right it's a way to keep you connected to things that are going to help you grow and so but if you've lived a life where you struggle with receiving love then that's going to be a hard concept for you to grasp and that's completely normal it doesn't make you bad it doesn't make you wrong it just it makes you human and you've been wounded and it's really hard for you to understand that and so that's fine but what i want you to do as we walk forward in all of this is trust me when i say that you are so loved and so cherished more than you could ever no. And if you truly want to know who you are, you have to get to a space of grace with yourself. You have to allow yourself to get into a space where you can hear truth. Maybe not necessarily believe it at first, but receive it. Understand that I may not believe this to be true, but I know that my beliefs that I'm currently walking in is a direct result of wounds. And if I'm going to heal from those wounds, I have to believe that the thoughts that stemmed from those wounds are probably lying to me, right? I have to get to a place to where I recognize that the truth is probably the opposite of what I'm thinking about myself. And I've been living in protection mode. Allow yourself to be real and honest and vulnerable with yourself just start with yourself if no one else if you can't break into that and and start doing that with other people then do it with yourself start with yourself and i want you to start by receiving this that you are loved and you have such unique characteristics you are set apart and i know that it's so easy to look at everybody else and see everybody else you know even spiritually just this just happened to me recently where it was like I was listening to somebody talk about their gift and things that happened with them when they were in the presence of God and I was like wow that is so cool I would love to experience that but then I remembered quickly it was probably God telling me that I have my own gifts that are going to make somebody else go wow that's so cool I love that I want that you know and so know that you are unique, that you were created for a specific purpose. And I truly believe that specific purpose is to break the cycle that has been passed down from generation to generation. Because if you looked at that question I asked earlier about you, and then I asked the question about your dad, if you were to go to your grandpa and your great grandpa and your great, great, great grandpa, 
they're all gonna carry wounds. And even when you break this cycle and your kid, you have kids, they're gonna have wounds. But if you give them a source and you give them the tools to help them with those wounds, they don't have to become strongholds. There's a difference, okay? So we're gonna break those chains, we're gonna break those strongholds, and it's gonna start with you truly learning who you are. And I know that your earthly father can't meet all of your needs. Maybe they really hurt you. But your heavenly father, the one who actually created you, right? Your parents may have conceived you, but they didn't create your spirit. They created your body, but your spirit was assigned to you. Your spirit was put in you with characteristics and longings and desires and needs and values and just all these things that need just want to be nourished and want to come out. But right now you're keeping them trapped behind walls because you're scared. I don't want you to be, he doesn't want you to be scared. He wants you to know who you are. So get to a space of grace for yourself. Allow yourself to hear from God and continue following these messages because we are gonna tap into all of that and so much more. And so I hope that you have the best week ever. Please reach out if you need deeper processing. If you feel yourself spiraling, if something was, um, if you remembered something that hurt and you need somebody to just be there for you, I can be, I can. Or find somebody else, um, a pastor. A counselor a safe place okay and don't let yourself spiral it's a lie from the enemy and he can kick rocks because he doesn't have any space here right so I hope you have the best week ever we're gonna continue diving more into deeper healing and I hope that you feel loved this week and I hope that you see yourself even just for a moment the way that God sees you and I hope and pray the next time you look in the mirror that you say something positive and that you smile and that you feel loved and wrapped in God's love. So anyways, have a great week and we will talk soon.